Hi guys, it's Udos and welcome to the Udos show. Today I have a very special guest. Her name is Jessica the Prankster. She's a viral sensation and she has over 2 million subscribers on YouTube and everybody loves her and I love her and she's like amazing. Thank you so much for joining me today, Jessica. Uh, So tell me, how did you get started with all this? Well, it started back in 2018 of June. I I told my mom that I was gay well, as a prank. And then um, the video went viral overnight just because I feel like it was a way of her telling me what gay people do. But she didn't have like a filter on it. Like she just just said it like so um, I feel like uh, that started me really. And I went viral overnight. I had like 20 million views and I'm like, okay, well, I'm gonna keep doing videos and now I'm here. Yeah, that's <laughs> amazing. So like with you coming out and everything, did you get a lot of support? Like, or did oh, you no. get like support I'm through not- the whole like uh, gay community and everything? Like everybody loved it, right? Um, I'm not really gay. That's the thing. Like I'm... <laughs> But so did, you, was, did you get the support and then people are like, wait a minute, she's not gay, you know? Oh, yeah. Um, it wasn't, I feel like back in 2018, mm-hmm. um, people wasn't like really sensitive. Yeah. So it was just like, oh, my God, this is just so hilarious. So, yeah, um, there wasn't more so people saying, oh, she's not really gay. It was more so like this lady and her daughter is hilarious. Yeah. That type of thing. So, um, no, I didn't, I didn't really get any comments of, uh, of, you know, the gay community saying anything or things like that. Cause I support the gay community 100%, but, um, I haven't gotten any comments on, you know, oh, she's, she's not really gay or we support her. It was more of like, oh, she's hilarious. Yeah. I think it was just more of the reaction of your mom and the whole, like, yeah, because I remember I saw something like that a long time ago and I thought it was hilarious too. And I was just like, oh my God, what's going on here? You know, <laughs> and your mom's reaction. Yeah. Like, I think the combination between you and your mom is so great. And like um, the love between you, like you could see it through the camera and like Thank you. real so life, much. you know? So how is yeah. that? Like you basically when you create your content, you involve your m- mom in a lot of them, right? Mm-hmm. right and like you just kind of base it around there and then that's kind of what like is the setting uh tone for like your youtube channel yeah um yeah me and my mom is you know um is a setting tone for everything all platforms every anything that i do i include her in because you know we, we started together so we're gonna finish together type thing no, I think it's amazing that you and your mom have such a great bond because I saw the video with you getting a tattoo and mm-hmm. she got like all emotional and then you got emotional and then I got yeah. emotional. Uh-huh. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like uh-huh. watching over here and I'm like, oh my God, like, you know, uh-huh. but it's like such a like, it's a cool moment because you got the tattoo, but it wasn't even about the tattoo. It was more about like the whole like connection between you guys, you know? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was that was really cool. But Thank um, you. yeah, I was just like, oh, my God, like, I'm gonna cry, you know? <laughs> right. Yeah, that was so that was very emotional for me, because I thought she was gonna flip out. But, you know, it wasn't about the tattoo it was about the meaning, like you said. So that was the best part about it. 
Yeah, exactly. So like you prank her a lot and does she ever yeah. like get really pissed off? Like, oh my God, like that that's enough this time. Like that that was too much. Oh yeah, definitely. It was one time, I think it was like two years ago. Um, everyone knows that my mom was like a mama do little. She loves all types of animals. She will see a dead bird somewhere and have a funeral for it. Like that's the type of person she is. Mm-hmm. So um she we have it was a time we had two dogs. So um, she values her dogs with her life. Like before I eat, I have to put food in their bowls before I eat. Like that's the type of person she is. You yeah. have wardrobes and everything. So I did a prank and um, it, this is when she flew to Florida. So the day she flew back, I, I um, had my camera crew come out to my house and I had them open the garage and everything. And then my managers took both of the dogs and um acted like you know they ran away or missing dogs so they took them around the corner and then um I drove I drove to the airport brought my mom back and then she pulled up and she was like why is the garage open like I don't know mind you I'm the one that's supposed to be watching the house while she was gone so the front door was open everything was open and the camera crew was already there but we had to film so it kind of made it, made it, I kind of made it make sense because um, they had to be there that day. So I was like, you might as well just do this prank. So she walked in, she didn't see Bella or Coco. She was like, where are my dogs? And she like, she had a fit. She went in the middle of the road, she started crying and she sat down and she started asking neighbors, have you seen my dogs? Have you seen my dogs? And I just felt so bad because she was crying like Aww. really, really bad. Yeah. So um, I just let her cry. I'm like, girl, your dogs are right around the block. Yeah. <laughs> so it was like 10 minutes. <laughs> 10 minutes into the prank, my managers came back with both of them and she just started screaming. And she was like, oh my God, why would you do that? And we're, this is over. Like, I'm done. I'm done with this. I'm so done. Like, you take things too far. And then that's when every, everybody, the camera crew, my agents, my manager, we just all started laughing at her and she looked real crazy. But I feel like that was her like breaking point. Like, okay, she does take things too far, which I do, you know, but um, that was the best prank that I've ever pulled ever. Yeah. And, and like when, when it comes to like dogs, people are like, you know, these are like my kids, you know, yeah. and like I had a dog and it was the same kind of reaction. Like, oh, my God, this is my baby, you know. Right. So, yeah, I can only imagine she's probably like, what the hell? What were you thinking? <laughs> literally, literally. That's how she was. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, it's still so cool that you can still do stuff like that. Like, I think my mom would have just killed me, like straight up killed me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I feel like uh, she was on the verge of killing me. Um, She kept trying to, I kept walking away from her. Like, each time she came to where I was, I would walk the other way because I felt like she would really put her hands on me. So that's why I stayed far away as possible. (laughs) Yeah. No, I could totally see that like happening. But yeah. So what do you think, uh, like, are the upsides and the downsides of uh, growing and being viral on social media? How how has all this, like, benefited and also, like, kind of, like, changed your life for the better and for the worse? Sometimes it's a blessing and sometimes it's a curse. Um, For the blessing part, I feel like, you know, I changed a lot of people's lives. I've had a lot, thousands of I get thousands of DMs every single day saying, 
like, oh, I was um, suicidal. I was on the verge of killing myself until I seen your videos uh, randomly recommended on my YouTube or I see you on my Explore page or even on TikTok. I started watching you and you are so funny. You're the reason why I'm living. So that's the that's the best part. And, you know, um, I just want to show people that you can do anything you want to. Like I started from nothing and, you know, look at me now. So um, and for the worst part, you know, of, of all of this, sometimes um, you have those days where you don't, you know, you have those days where your day is kind of off and stressed out and you go out in public and there's, mind you, I love all my supporters, but we're, you know, we're all human. We have feelings too. Um, go to a restaurant, get something to eat or whatever. And then there's people just like sitting there, like just recording you. Like instead of, you know, coming up to me, just ask me for a picture. Don't like record me while I'm, cause I see you or it would be someone else. Be like, <laughs> They're like, you. yes. And I'm like, just like, I see you. What, what are you doing there? You want to just take a picture? <laughs> like, <laughs> Exactly. So yeah, that, and then, um I just feel like that makes it just you know because I like to enjoy my my privacy and it's just things that I can't do like as a rec because I'm only 18 so it's just things that I can't do as a regular teenager like I can't go out to the malls I can't hang out with friends I can't like in public places like I can't really do things that a normal teen would do just because of the notoriety or if someone see me or, um, you know, that doesn't like me just because I'm just with a prankster and they wind up doing something, then, you know, it would be my fault because I'm out in public. Um, so, yeah, my mom is very, very strict when it comes to going out. So that's why I'm saying sometimes it's, it's, it's bad because I can't really have that childhood where I can just go out and have fun with friends and, you know, um, go out in public places or do things that I want to do Some things uh got restricted as I got bigger you know yeah that totally makes sense and I didn't even think about it like I started but I wasn't like 18 you know but like if I would have been 18 you got to be so much more careful and like I don't know I did a lot of crazy stuff when I was 18 so imagine (laughs) I just imagine like if I would have recorded all those, like even the ones that I recorded on like vlogs when I was younger, I was like, Oh Mm -hmm. God, that was like, maybe I shouldn't have gotten drunk on camera. Like, you know, (laughs) but like, um, like there's all these things you got to consider and you don't even think about that. And especially today, like everything is like cancel culture and people are so sensitive to a lot of things and which is understandable. But at the same time, like everybody's human, like, Everybody makes Literally. mistakes. Everybody is younger and older, go through stuff. And like, I know right. that you're, you're basically doing like this whole uh, book that you're doing, which is, what is mm-hmm. it called? In my feelings journal, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. so basically that's to like write everything down or do like, how exactly is it working? Because I know you said something, it's about like mental health and like how it can mm-hmm. affect people, which makes so much spa- sense. Like, especially now today with all the, you know, people and going through social media and like, it's just yes. crazy. It's like the wild, wild west here, you know, <laughs> literally. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So tell me about that. How how did you come up with that idea? What exactly is it? Um, well, like remember I told you earlier how I got thousands of DMs from people just saying, you know, oh, you changed my life and all of this stuff. So I was like, okay, well maybe I can, 
do that and create something that'll really, really, really help people that has those type of, um, that type of mental health where they don't feel like, oh, they don't feel comfortable talking to other people. They have suicidal thoughts or just teens. And it's even for adults who that go through so much and they don't have anyone to talk to. Like in the back of the book, it comes with uh, multiple hotlines for literally everything like drug abuse, crisis support, runaway. If you want to, if you're thinking about running away of dating violence, LGBTQ, if you're scared to come out to your parents or anybody, there's someone there to help you, eating disorder, addiction help, bullying prevention, children of alcoholics, child abuse, mental health support, health care, and uh, many, many more. And it all comes with numbers. So, you know, I just want to be that person that that helps as many, many uh, young kids as I can, because, you know, with um, COVID and quarantine started, the suicide rate has jumped tremendously, especially for young kids, because, you know, bullying or armed cyberbullying, and now uh, the 21st century, everyone has a phone, everyone has social media, and social media is ruling everything right now, um, and, you know, it's those kids that don't have confidence, and they go online, and then it'll, like, you'll post a TikTok, and then you'll have thousands of comments saying how ugly you are you know just those type of mean people so I feel like you know I had to come and clutch in that aspect and create a journal where you can you know feel better and just write all your feelings down and even if that don't help there is hotlines in the back of the book where you can actually talk to somebody and they will help you so yes like super admirable like that you're doing this because I don't I don't think a lot of like young people they don't really know right now they kind of like experience it but nobody wants to talk about it right right so the Mm -hmm. fact that you're like creating this book and you're so open about it and you're like hey like this is this is something that I've been through or somebody else has been through and like it's normal Mm -hmm. kind of thing um and you know I feel like now too it's like a very good time to everybody's more like open about like mental health and like Mm -hmm. you know Right. Open about like having issues, whether it's insecurities or, you know, anything mental health related, basically. And there's not as much stigma as it used to be like back in the day. It's like Mm -hmm. everybody's open about it, which is so good because. Yeah. Like and now I feel like we should be even more open about it because there's social media. And like you said, like all these mean comments, like everybody gets them. I get them. You get them. Like, right. You know, normal kids with no followers or whatever, they get them and they get them in the social media mm-hmm. at school. And like, it's crazy right now. Like, the bullying, especially cyberbullying, and nobody's being held accountable for anything. They can hide behind the screens, which I think is another issue that needs to be like focused on like cybersecurity and like Uh, holding people accountable like it's crazy you're getting like mm -hmm. all these death threats or anyone could say anything online and nobody's being held accountable yeah so what do you like i i mentioned this to you before but um like when we were in live or recording but I'm working on changing the law against hack leak crimes of, uh, you know, private images and videos. And these people are there hacking girls, underage girls, uh, women, boys, underage boys, like all kinds of people. But they're basically taking their private images and videos and 
posting them on social media, on uh, porn sites, on like Google and everything, right? And basically profiting from it. But they're getting sentenced as just hackers and not like someone who's committing a sex crime. So what I want to put in place is that these hackers should be sentenced as someone who's committing a sex crime and not just Mm -hmm. like a regular hacking of an email or something, right? So what do you think about all that? Is that something that like maybe friends of you have experienced or anyone that you know? Or what do you think about the current laws and the technology and how outdated everything is? Um, I honestly agree with you 100% with all of that, especially when it comes to underage kids. I feel like you as a grown adult man or woman or whoever you are just posting that type of stuff as a kid. Think about think about it. If you had a kid, how would you felt if someone hacked or cyber hacked into your daughter's or son phone and just posted, you know, uh, um, an inappropriate picture of them on the Internet? So I just feel like with all of that and that just being very humiliating and nasty as a grown person, I feel like you should go to jail for life because that is wrong in in so many aspects and ways just because they are underage. That is wrong. Like you got to think about it in a way, okay, well, what if my kid or the hacker got to think about it in a way, oh, well, if I had a kid, if they had a kid and someone did that to them, to their kid how would they feel but they don't think it they don't think like that nowadays so I just feel like all of the people that do that around the world and you know you do it I feel like you should be locked away uh we need to get people like that off of the internet and as far as social media I feel like um they should I feel like you know the people who make google people who make instagram people who make youtube should put some type of restriction yeah. on, um, you know, just websites like that. So in order for hackers to not do that type of things. And um, yeah, I just feel like that's just, it's just so nasty. Like yeah. I, I just can't even think about someone. If I had a kid, I couldn't even, I couldn't even think about someone doing that to my kid. They need to get locked away for life. Cause that's just unbelievable. So I agree with you 100% that that needs to be talked about. Cause that's not really talked about. So Yeah, and that's the whole issue. It's like the stigma around it and victims of, you know, these kind of hack leak crimes, they don't really want to talk about it because they don't want to bring more attention to it. That's one of the issues. And then another issue is people that hear about stuff like this, they think, oh, that's not going to happen to my kid because they don't take images like that and they're responsible and all of this. And it's not even about them taking an image like there's plenty of people that this is happening to that are being recorded or having pictures taken of them without their consent in the first place. And that's what's so scary about all this. Like anyone could have a picture taken of them without even knowing. So it's, it's, um, it's just crazy to me, like how there's no laws against all this, but also like it's our job to basically create these laws because technology has, updated and the laws haven't Mm. updated with the technology so that's another issue right so i i think it's really refreshing to hear you talk about this because you know the whole social media world Mm -hmm. you know how like all of this stuff works you know yeah (laughs) 
be viral one day and then the next day it's like you don't know what's gonna happen like if right it's gonna do good or not or you know mm-hmm. and all the bullies and all of the mental health that goes with all all of that right so yeah. thank you so much for talking about all this and like especially with your mission and uh your book and um I think it's super, super great what you're doing, especially with all the young girls and the kids right. and boys and everybody goes through it. And like, I go through it, you go through it, you know? So it's super, super refreshing. Is there like anything else that you want to talk about or like where can people find you? And um, like, if you could send me like oh. also the links and everything so I could put it in the description and everybody could follow okay. you directly from the description. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can follow me at Jessica the Prankster on all social media platforms. And also, if you're interested in buying the In My Feelings journal, you can, um, the safest way you can do it, uh, it's on Amazon and it's also in bookstores. But if you don't have a bookstore in here, I'm pretty sure you don't. Um, the fast way to get it is Amazon. Uh, just type in In My Feelings Journal and um, it'll pop right up. The colors come in blue, pink, and black. So you can get any color you want and it'll be shipped to you in like a day or two. So, yeah. That's really cool. And like, uh, how is the book and everything doing? Is that like everybody's like jumping on it because like I want to get mine too. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I think it's. I think it's still number one. Yeah, it's number one on Amazon for the best-selling uh, mental health book. Wow. So, yeah, I was shocked, too. I'm like, I couldn't believe people were really buying it. But, you know, it's 21st century. Everyone needs, you know, some type of outlet to go to, to, you know, right there, get their feelings out. So, yeah, it's um, number one on Amazon. book is doing very, very good. So I'm just proud that, you know, um, me and my team came out with something that will just help the youth and adults as well. Super cool. I love it. I'm like, I, I'm going to go on there now and like <laughs> try to get it before it gets sold out. Like, <laughs> yeah, thank you. I was like, hey, my feelings. Like, <laughs> I'll put Drake lyrics. Right. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. And I'm really happy I could do this with you. And um, I'm going to go and check out the book and everything and all of uh, Jessica's links is in the description. So make sure mm-hmm. you follow her and uh, get her book for sure. And her journal, and you could get all your feelings out just like I need needed and everybody needs it. Yep. <laughs> all right, thank you so much. Thank you. Right, okay. Bye. All right. Bye. bye.